Welcome to What Is It About the Weather, a podcast where we explore the many ways that weather intertwines itself into our lives. I'm your host, Mark Jelinek. This week, this week, pink weather. Is your weather pink? We'll get to that. Now, if this podcast got to the feed properly, <laughs> which, you know, it's always a little debatable when exactly things fall, when exactly things get published. It should have been on Christmas Day. So for all of you who celebrate, you may not listen to it on Christmas Day. I hope you have are having one if you by chance are listening to it that day or had a good Christmas Day. For those that don't celebrate, there's still a good chance that maybe you got the day off because a lot of companies, whether you individually celebrate or not, are closed for Christmas. In any case, I hope you've had a chance, whether you celebrate that holiday or another during this season, to at least have some pause. Maybe you got a gift that you're happy about. Maybe it was a weather-related gift. I don't know. Maybe you're a weather enthusiast and you got some new gizmo or gadget. Let, let me know. As always, I'm, I'm interested to hear about what people are getting that they like that's weather-related. could could be a t-shirt, could be a subscription, could be a book. I, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of things out there weather-related that are actually weather-specific, not just kind of tangentially connected to weather like we try to do here. Uh, any case, hope your season's going well. I hope your holidays are going well. And maybe I'll give you a gift and not talk too long today. I think I'm going to keep it relatively quick. But I, yeah, I came across a topic that I think will be interested. I also want to ask for maybe a gift back. So thinking about some new episodes and you know I always I have stuff in my mind sometimes you know I record something I go eh, I don't know if anybody like it and people seem to and other times I think oh this will be a great one and then I don't get any feedback on it never never really know but I try to keep you know topics flowing and sometimes I get good feedback from you guys about an idea you know I had one that I mentioned last week about the smell of weather and you know we talked about the video I did about rain and how I'm going to expand upon that but if you have any thoughts about topics that you think yeah I, I don't know that he's ever covered that or I think this would be interesting please pop me an email was about the weather gmail.com let me know but also I'm curious specifically about one topic, and that is what is your perfect weather? If you had to pick the perfect weather for you as an individual, what would it be? Because I think I want to do an episode on perfect weather and, you know, how it varies from folks to folks. But I don't know. We'll see if that goes anywhere because I, I started down the path of that episode. And I just didn't, didn't get as far as I wanted to with it. And I think it was probably because I was too hung up on what my perfect weather was and when you do a search that you know tried to dig a little deeper into it because it's not really a you know a article topic necessarily I didn't get a lot of good results so just let me know and I guess don't tell me just what your perfect weather is why it is the perfect weather to you because I think there's also going to be this nostalgic component to it that we could explore a little bit in any case if you have those thoughts feel free to Follow up on either one of those things. I would love to hear from you guys as we head into the new year. And as I make plans to move forward with a podcast, just like to uh, dig a little deeper in what people are thinking from time to time. And this is one of those times. All right, let's get on to pink weather. 
more specifically pink noise and weather. Pink noise. Have you ever heard of pink noise? I must admit, when I started doing some research on this stuff, I hadn't. And this actually, you know, like I said, from time to time, I'm looking at different episodes and I'll start down one path and I'll, and I'll end up in another because I was kind of exploring senses with this whole smell of weather thing. And I came across an article related to this. And it was about pink noise and the role it played in, well, we'll get to the role it played, but the fact that it was weather-related for this person. I was a little thrown off of that. I was like, I've never really heard of pink weather. Now, I had heard of white noise. I think most of us by now have heard of white noise because there's a big kick for a while of white noise machines. They're still out there. They're not as much of a hot item as they were for a while, but certainly still exist. I just never really knew about it. So started digging a little bit. Like I said, white noise made sense to me, but I started trying to understand what the spectrum was out there. And, you know, maybe you've heard some of these, maybe you haven't. You know, white noise may have been one you've heard of. Maybe you've heard of pink noise, but how about black noise? You heard of black noise? And black noise is just a void of noise, right? So it's complete quiet. Or blue noise. And blue noise is highly associated with, like, higher frequency things, like maybe something, a piece of electronics buzzing, or even like an insect buzzing, that sort of thing. How about green noise? Green noise is one that's a little less official, but it's one that I like to refer to as kind of coffee shop noise, kind of middle spectrum things that go on in our everyday life. Maybe brown noise. Now, brown noise, we started getting to weathers because brown noise has a little bit of a low frequency, high frequency component. So it could be something like a thunderstorm or a waterfall. But then we get back to pink. We just thought it was a pink noise. One, I don't know who came up with the description. It really doesn't matter. So what in the world is pink noise? Well, let's step back for a moment and make sure that we're clear on what the different noises are a little bit. So I mentioned, you know, white noise and black noise being the opposite of that. Black noise is truly a, just a void, if you will, of, of any sort of noise. And this is consistent with black as a color. It's just a void of color, right? There is none. It's not a it's not a meshing of all colors where you get kind of a grayish thing to it. It is a truly void of colors. In this case, a void of noise. White noise, on the other hand, is it floods all the spectrums. So a white noise machine, essentially what it does is it just creates a mesh of all frequencies. Right? So it's the whole goal is it's trying to counter one particular frequency that might be bothering you. And that's kind of where it came from and the whole idea of white noise kind of canceling out other noises in the background. And yeah, they can be effective depending on how loud the noise is they're trying to overwhelm. But sometimes it's not even about squashing out another noise, if you will. It's about not having black noise. And we'll talk about, you know, why that's important in a minute. But let me set up the the couple of others that we'll talk about. As I mentioned, brown is kind of both the low end and the high end sort of frequencies. But pink, like white noise, tends to go back to that whole spectrum. The difference is it's weighted differently. So there's a lot more noise in the low frequency and a lot less in the high frequency. This tends to be how we naturally hear, apparently, 
that our ears are a little more sensitive or take in more of the low frequency. And I may, I may be mixing up the, how it's really scientifically, you know, plays out, but more or less we hear high frequencies, but unless they're intently done to be specifically excruciatingly loud, we kind of put them at a lower level of, we absorb them differently than we do low frequencies. Let's just put it that way. But that's why, as an example, car alarms are designed to be so obnoxious and things like that, or any sort of alarm, alarm clock for that matter. Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to put a focus on that high frequency, but it has to be so extreme that our body wants to respond to it, that it's out of the ordinary for us. Right? So that's why those annoying things are, well, annoying. But let's go back now that we understand what these colors are, and let's talk a little bit about it from a weather standpoint. Okay, So as you can imagine, we can look at a lot of those colors I mentioned and find corresponding weather components. All right. Now, you can even do it for black noise. You think about something like temperature. Uh, short of temperature being so extreme that it's triggering some sort of response, just generally speaking, temperature during the day, normal day wherever you live, goes up, goes down, makes no noise. Right? So there's a weather component that doesn't really change anything. On the flip side, something like, as I mentioned before, thunderstorm has a little bit of you got low thunder you know, rumble maybe, in something in the distance, but you might have a close lightning bolt that's a very high frequency thing. And so you get this mix of both low and high frequency. Pink, on the other hand, might be something like just rain, right? Rain against a, a car window or against a roof or even a, a home window, but something where you can hear it. Maybe if you're outside, it's just on the surface, a road or a sidewalk or whatever it is. Wind. Now, sometimes wind in the right circumstances of way buildings are placed or where you are outside or if you're in a forest, maybe. It can create that rustling sound, particularly with leaves, you know, even if it's not fall, but even on the trees. It just it's, it gives you an idea of its presence. Now, a low wind or a wind out in the open may not do that, but, but anywhere where it's creating enough sound where you can hear it, it's generally considered kind of pink noise because it can have a high tone to it or a low tone. But again, it tends to focus more in the low, even though there is some in the whole spectrum. Sleet, I, you know, I mentioned just last week, sleet kind of against the window, kind of like rain. You know, it can kind of come and go. It can be a little more intense. Maybe some of the pellets are a little larger than others. Maybe the surface that it's hitting against can drive it to give us sounds across the frequency. So weather can kind of play in all these color ranges, if you will. So what is it? Why, why am I talking about pink noise? Well, it's really funny. As I was sitting down to record this, it was sunset. And there was a nice pink sunset in the distance. It, it wasn't a great colorful sunset overall, but as the sun was going down, nice little pink sunset. So I thought that was appropriate. But again, why does it matter? So I guess that's kind of pink weather. It's not really weather per se. Clouds, eh, I guess it is, but that's visually. So why is pink becoming important, right? 
we, like I said, we've heard about white for a while, but what is it? What's up with this pink thing? Well, two things. One, as I mentioned, like white, it covers the whole spectrum. It's, it's not a noise that tends to pick just a specific frequency, right? So we like the idea of, by covering the whole spectrum, it has a better chance of influencing what we hear within the spectrum, as long as it's dominant enough or loud enough. But to that point, as I've mentioned previously, unlike white, so if you ever look at a, like a spectrum reading on, on white noise, you'll see that it just floods the whole spectrum. Yeah, there's, there's undulations in it because you don't want it all to be precise. The whole idea is it fluctuates a little bit, but it operates in, you know, from what we hear, what humans hear, the range of sound that we hear. What pink does is it puts a little more emphasis in the lower frequencies, so it looks more like a curve, right? So as it goes to high frequencies, there's still noise there, but it's just not as prominent. Now, why is this important? Well, this is something that comes out of scientific studies, and so what they are finding is that just maybe, all right, this is still early, there's this been kind of in the last 10 years that more concentrated efforts have been put on this, that we actually, all these times that we should, we've been using white noise, that maybe we should be using pink noise. And I'll get to something that I've used as an example of that. All right. And maybe for some people pink, maybe for some people that brown noise, like I said, it's less focused on the middle spectrum and maybe more on the other ones. But what they found is there's something specifically with pink that it does and the way that it interacts with our brain. Now, our brain's always doing stuff, right? Have you ever been in really quiet? So let's get into black noise for a minute. Has it ever been so quiet that you get kind of nervous, tense? Your brain starts getting all fidgety. And so completely devoid of noise is not really a good thing. But it's the same thing on the other other end. You know, there might be times, and it was interesting. I read, came across an article, and it talked about if you needed to do certain types of creativity activities that it's best for instance if you're going to put music on to put on music without anyone singing because if you're having to come up let's say with lyrics for something or text for something and you're having to compete with the lyrics or text that is being played that it actually makes it more difficult for you to do that however the melody in the background can be in the right range to help you focus and concentrate on the task at hand. And it's the same idea with pink noise. So the idea of a rainstorm, and this might be why it's good or why it works for me, is it drowns out the things in our brain that distract us and keeps us concentrated on the things that are relevant, or it allows our brain to focus, if you will. So it's kind of a subconscious level interaction between noise which we always hear, even when you sleep, you hear noise. That's why you can wake up when you hear an alarm clock, right? But our body kind of knows how to, in theory, drown it out. But have you ever noticed that maybe you sleep better or for worse? So it's not just about when we're awake, but it's about when we're asleep. And so what they're finding is, and this is something I actually do. One thing I'll do, particularly when I'm traveling or something and I'm in a place, I will put on, I have a little app on my phone that plays atmosphere noises. Yeah, and it can. it's not just rain or whatever, but I do one that's a mix of like the ocean and a thunderstorm. 
right? Or just rain in a thunderstorm, maybe has some wind mixed in. And I have found it incredible also like on flights when I'm doing a long uh, red-eye type flight, does wonders at helping me sleep. And so theoretically what it's doing, and, and again, this may not work for everybody, is it's matching what my brain needs to just push aside, if you will, the distractions that are keeping it awake. So you might sleep better, but there, again, different noises might help you dream better or different spectrums might help you deep sleep better. And that's, again, the part that they're really just starting to understand with this. But there's a couple articles that really suggest that pink noise is what you might be seeking. And one of the things that we use to get to pink noise are things like weather events. Right? So maybe it's worth, I should put a link. I didn't even think about this. I'll put a link in the show notes. Mine is a, I use an Android phone. So it's an Android app that's, like I said, I think it's just called Atmosphere. I'll look and see if there's an iOS equivalent because I know a lot of people are in that world as well. But there, there's multiples of these apps, right? I think I actually paid one to get rid of the ads on it, whatever it is. But like I said, it it just works for me. And every so often, when I, even when I need to concentrate, I'll put that kind of stuff on because I do find that when there's a rainstorm outside, again, not necessarily a thunderstorm or something very intense, just rain, right? Or I can hear the weather if I can open the window and hear the weather. It does actually make me more productive. And that's the idea is both A, it helps you when you're awake to not be distracted and to concentrate. And B, in my case, I know it helps me fall asleep. I don't know if it makes me sleep better. I've never done that level of, of investigation. But just something to keep in mind that we may actually find that pink weather, even though pink weather may be associated with inclement weather and we can't necessarily go out and do the things we want to do, maybe that's why we're more efficient and more productive. And we've talked about some of that before about how people maybe are more efficient when the weather's not great. And this can help explain why that might be. I don't know. thought it was kind of interesting. Have you ever, I mean, do you? Do you stop and think about the weather when you're doing those things? Well, I, you know, be curious. Even if you haven't, do this. Pick up one of these apps. And like I said, I'll find, I'll, hopefully I'll find something on iOS as well. Or maybe one of you can recommend something to me if I don't find one. I'll definitely put the link for the Android one in there. Give that a try. Let me know if it works for you. Definitely works for me. But like I said, naturally, I've been looking at that for a long time. And again, play with the, the beauty of the, these apps now. So I used to have one way back in the day that ran on my PC. And it was it was just more complicated to get it all to work. I had to do a lot. The newer ones, the apps, they're just so it's easy to kind of get the mix that I'm looking for. You know, you can pick like a campfire and and a wind or what you just, you know, pop the little icons and it adds it into the mix. I like that sort of thing. And you can kind of create your own mix that works for you. Maybe, maybe brown noise is more what you, that works for you. I remember one time I was traveling and it was staying in a hotel that was literally like just feet away from a very loud river. It's such that you open the window and you couldn't hear if anybody else was talking in the room, right? But at the same time, that actually worked for me from a sleeping standpoint as well, just because it drowned everything else out. There was no other noises to bother me. But what works for me may not work for you. And again, the studies are, I'm sure, going to show that what works for one person may not work for the other. But if you've tried white noise before, maybe it's time to try some pink noise. I don't know. Give it a try. Let me know. Let me know what works for you. Let me know what doesn't. 
I, again, I hope you're having a great holiday season. If, if by chance you have a weather enthusiast in your life and you have a lot of jack just sitting around that you want to spend on them, I came across this bizarre thing. And it's not a new thing. It's been around for a couple of years. And I, I w- but I was reminded of it because I saw an ad on TV that had it. And I think they're sold out, but they're supposed to be coming out with a new version. Link in the show notes. That is, it uses, uh, it's an artist that's done some work with cloud lights, right? So it's actually, a, you can get light fixtures done by the same artist that can do, you know, that can kind of simulate a thunderstorm or whatever. But this is a, um, it uses, it creates a little puffy thing around, a, you know, magnetic levitation situation. And so the cloud just floats there, right? Just kind of floats over the stand, <laughs> And it's a little thunderstorm thing. Now, the only problem with it is it's excess of $4,000. So clearly not a lot of us have that kind of money sitting around to get it. But if you always want to know the extreme weather gift that no one needs, but it was in enough demand that it sold out, yeah, you, you might be interested to see what it is. All right. I'll let you get on with your holiday season, whether it's now or New Year's or whatever you got coming up. May... Well, another episode's going to drop, but I'll just go ahead and say it because, you know, I don't know, you may listen to this one in between Christmas, New Year's, whatever it is. May 2021 proved to be, it's kind of a way I like to say it, more normal for all of us. Exciting, fun, enjoyable, but a little less crazy maybe? I hope so. And and may your weather world also be interesting in that. I've hit you with a bunch of things today that I'd love your feedback on. If you get a chance during your holiday season, what is it about the weather at gmail.com? You can hit me that way on Twitter as well, or Mark underscore Jelinek on Twitter. I'd love to hear from you as we enter the new year. But if I don't, or even if I do, may something you have going on in the holidays be a subtle reminder that weather can have a, an influence on our lives every single day, besides the obvious of going out and experiencing it, it may be a positive way. Maybe 2021 is the year that weather does great things for you and for all of us. Because as we all know, there's much more to weather than the weather itself. <laughs>